So yeah, anyway, I was just sitting here and I was thinking when last week when when I heard the intro, I was like, what if we just started every episode and the fans just never knew when the music was going to hit? I thought that would be kind of fun. What do you guys think? I'm pretty sure I said cut the music. Well, I He did say cut the music. <laughs> well, but he yeah. said that first. <laughs> but I'm talking about like the intro to the episode. Do you think we could just like, you know, insert this in here and then just start the music right now? music we are back um and i just wanted to poke a little fun at anthony with that intro because i turned on the episode last week and all i hear what was it what did he even say jim was it like we are ready we are ready and i was like what the fuck is going on (laughs) um but this is what you call abstract art folks like it's good to expect the unexpected and i think that's okay sometimes so i I don't that's what I happens am, when you're gone. I just kind of forget. What to yeah, do. I enjoyed the switch up. It's okay. Um, but we're all back this week. Uh, we've got a banger of a movie for you. What some would call a summer blockbuster in November. You're welcome because by the time you're listening, pretty sure the weather's going to be in the 30s. So Finally. Yeah. I hate it, but. Well, <laughs> you're a hunter. You you guys sit in the tree stand in this kind of weather. I mean, come on. Like, True. This is what you do. So. Um, with that being said, let's get into the show because there is a lot to talk about this week. Start with what we're watching. Jim, let's go to you first. Okay, so we are caught up on Love is Blind. We just need to watch the finale episodes, which is the last couple of weddings um, and the reunion episode, which drop yesterday, November 9th, as we're recording. Oh, dear. Um, I've Cass and I watched some of this, and... Jim, are That's these a fucking some joke, man? Are these some of the dumbest men on the planet? Like, I mean, they're some of the biggest assholes, dude. The one guy who's like, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, you're not the typical girl I'd go for. Like, the one over there is. How dumb are you to say something like that? To especially because a woman? his fiance like, at the time. I'm assuming you're talking about Cole. Yeah, she's a she's a total catch a like she's awesome a hundred percent she's also very good looking and like this guy's a fucking very idiot. doesn't even like fucking cut it yeah i don't know man like these people are so stupid it's it's unbelievable like it's like yeah and then there's the other one bartice saying that uh he's an idiot he has too. a much better physical connection with a different girl but like she also seeing him in person she's like yeah fuck no i want nothing to do with you i don't know what it is <laughs> these days but what who in their right mind thinks it's okay to say to someone like physically i like them better but you're great emotionally 
That is and terrible. To, and to not even really mean it is what no, it feels like for the most part. So bad. So bad. Um, uh, but a better, better show should be tell me you're single without telling me you're single because that's what this show is. Because th- these are these people, this is why they're on the show. Yeah, it's just airing your fucking red flags to the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I enjoy But yeah, it. so we're 0 for 2 for weddings thus far. Mm. Um, there's three left i want to say uh so that should be all of this next episode because they're dropping them in like multiple episode chunks i guess yep netflix trying to do that these days we also returned to trivia at my new favorite bar in hartford it's like a tap room it's got 20 beers on tap all craft all from wisconsin and they rotate the tap list like three or four times a week it's really cool um but there were 17 teams. Uh, we came in fifth at Trivia on a team of five, but we lost out to this team that was made up of 15 people. Fucking Jeez. bullshit. It's really just a fucking scam. How do you... Ha- yeah, where's the fun of that? Why do you have 15 Dude, imagine, people showing up to imagine Trivia? going to a bar. First place prize is like a $30 fucking gift card. Like... <sighs> Fine. Each person gets two dollars worth of a beer when they're six or seven dollars. Like, right. Imagine your friends are like, "Let's go to a bar and make one team, and just be selfish assholes." Like split into three. It is just kind of like, asinine. I dude, when I read that, I was mad for you. Um, that team is soft as fuck. Soft as charmin. Yeah. Especially because when they first got there, we could overhear them saying that they were going to split into smaller teams, and then they you should didn't. call them out. <laughs> You should say, I run a podcast, and if you don't, I'll drag your name and say you're soft as Charmin. First, yeah. just go up there and introduce myself and be like, hi, I'm Jim. What is your yeah. name? Where are you from? What do you do? Why do you have there no you go. ethics? Yes. There you go. Get him. Like Get him. Get him. Um, but sorry that you had to deal with that. Fifth out of 17th. That's still, I think that's like, you know, that's respectable to come back to. You're rusty. Yeah, we did pretty good, I'd say, in the end. Um, it was the trivia guy's first time ever doing trivia, so, I mean, that sometimes hurts it if uh, they're not as experienced. And we had a really good, like, relationship with the guy who was running it at our prior okay. place. Um, so that's unfortunate to lose yeah. that. But always, always we'll see how a good it goes trivia from here. Guy. The bar was fucking full, so good for them. They made a fuckload of money, I Especially. think. Nice. Well, they only um, gave away 30 bucks, so yeah. <laughs> uh, 30 to first place, 20 to second, and then 10 to bucks. third place. Jeez, how are they going to come back from that? <laughs> well, yeah, my point is, you know, they they give out 60 bucks, but they brought in probably a right. few thousand in drinks and beer, or drinks Smart. and food. Yeah. Smart. You know, it. It, it really just doesn't ever not yep. make sense. That's everything? Okay. That is everything I have for I'll go, Anthony, and then we'll finish with you. Uh, First, I am watching Green Bay implode on itself. Um, (laughs) How's the city doing? like, I just... I have a few (laughs) things to air out right now. I don't know what happened as human beings that we feel the need to say, like, I was right and you were wrong as much as we do... But the journalists in Green Bay are out of fucking control. They're acting like people owe them, like, apologies for saying that the Packers might be bad. And they're like, I was right and you were wrong. 
I don't I don't get it I don't know it's bad never seen this team lose five games in a row I've never seen like I can't remember the last time I saw it in my life even um but the turn on Aaron Rodgers is full like yeah everybody hates after 18 18 years it takes fucking five weeks it's 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 such a toxic thing but I'll tell you right now I appreciate you Aaron Rodgers and I know you've done some weird shit you do some drugs this or that but like Green Bay part of us still love you and I still think we're gonna beat the Cowboys so just gonna throw that out there but right now it is like threat level midnight in Green Bay Wisconsin everybody Green Bay Press Gazette released a title of a paper Anthony and it said this one's on you Aaron Hmm. I just don't well is there a hit out on Rodgers? No, yet? don't start that. We don't want to start that rumor, Jim, because we'll get canceled for saying something like that. Um, but <laughs> the team, the team is, the team is soft, and any sort of adversity <laughs> call... just completely shuts them down the Hold toilet. On. They've been injured to Hold death. On. They have no receivers, no receivers that can stay. Healthy. Are we in the position as three um, pretty out of shape podcasters to call an NFL team soft? Can we say that? Yeah. We can. When you watch I'm a game. I'm not paid millions of dollars to be in shape. <laughs> and I'm not saying, like, being in shape. It's 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 like as soon as that team gets any adversity in, in at some point in the game, they just fall. Yeah, I mean. They, like, can't, they can't overcome anything. Yeah. From an outsider perspective, what I've seen of highlights, it's, they look like shit, you yeah. know, and I. All I've seen are the highlights, obviously, which are really the lowlights for the team. Right I think now. I'm just holding on to this thread that they're still in it, and I'm an idiot. I don't know. Well, I th- I feel like you might be able to get away with with how shitty the NFC is. You could get away with eight loss, like nine and eight, could get you a wild card yeah, spot. But that involves winning like these next three games, and <laughs> yeah, that means you can lose two more, which we easily could and we have we have we still have to play the cowboys and the and the titans (laughs) in a row yeah like and we have to go to chicago who apparently is good now i don't know everything's they're not everything's fucked everything's fucked rogers will go there we'll be like we'll be in the midst of like an eight game losing streak and we'll beat the chicago bears and he'll just say i still just to crush my dad because we'll be because we'll be like four and yeah but anyway i did watch some tv too um we are on the fourth season of Manifest, which just was released on Netflix, and this show continues to just drag you along and not tell you what's happening, and I think that's the key to a good show. It's just never <laughs> reveal what's actually happening, and I'll probably keep watching because, like, well, i got to figure it out at some point. They'll at least say it at some point. Nope. Four seasons. No idea. So wow. I think I like it, but I'm getting sick of it. So... Uh, and then I that's it oh I watched Uncut Gems too I figured I'd tell you guys my review I wasn't gonna ever give it a 10 alright calm down there you fuckers Uh, but it is definitely an 8 out of 10 I really like this movie Um, I think the pacing is really fun I like that he just gets shot in the end it was a very surprising different kind of ending and it wasn't like super you know this is coming you didn't really see it even though you did and it's just like a quiet shot and he's dead i don't know um and i love the sports gambling aspect of it of this guy just like i won let's double it like 
the fact that there's that much degenerate people in the world is amazing and it's fun to watch so uh adam sandler i don't really think his performance was like oscar worthy um i i I thought it was good but it was just still it wasn't anything like phenomenal uh but it's a fun movie fun movie so uh eight out of ten on that one so anthony what were you watching uh just continue to play a little bit of modern warfare 2 but then i bought um hopped on the show called industry on hbo i talked about it last week a little bit it's like young bankers they're like working in the british stock market essentially Mm. and they just it's like them navigating life like during or post covid and like it's kind of cool there's just a lot of fucking sex and drugs and then just like money talk so it's pretty interesting actually so i'm I'm like midway through the second season now and I think there's only two out right now but they did get a third season like on the way at some point so if you're looking for the third season yeah if you're looking for something kind of you know fun to watch I guess I'd give it a shot especially if you like something like Succession which I don't really want to compare it to because it's really not like like that show but in the world of like money and drugs any uh and sex yeah it's like basically right there speaking of shows i've heard of that one and i have heard of white lotus has anybody is is anybody seen that i haven't i've not it's on hbo though yeah my buddy garrett recommended and he's he's a great recommender so i'll probably be checking that out um in my what we're watching i was also going to say adam is very on board with Andor. He's very so. he's very mad at us for not watching it. I've at least seen a little bit, but I that's probably even worse because I liked it. And I've I read some back really good stuff about it. Like, I'm yeah. some uh, Je- Jeff D. Lowe, fellow podcaster. Uh, what's the podcast he runs on Barstool? We don't. We're gonna out do it. Podcast. Lights, camera, Barstool. <laughs> Jeff D. Lowe said, of all Star Wars things he's seen, it's in the top three of everything all the yeah universe. so like I, wow. I it must be good i don't know i I'm, I'm interested i'm interested um anthony i've cut you off anything else no that was it i'm i'm mini mini anthony hype yeah perfect timing. i'm Continue going with mini anthony <laughs> i'm hype. going down to iowa to tailgate the badger hawkeye game this weekend so and i'm gonna freeze my lot of punts a lot of punts <laughs> but i'm taking where the where is the game <laughs> it's I, in he iowa. just iowa said city. i'm driving iowa. down to iowa yeah. my god are you going to the game then <laughs> no but they have like a huge tailgating area where you just pull up and other people so we'll have like evan's bringing his tv and we'll have a generator and just grill out right nice. there and watch the like game that. So basically watching the game on TV just outside freezing or when we could be inside, but who cares? It's the yeah, experience. totally. <laughs> it's worth it. Uh, yeah, just drink enough to stay warm. That really. was the high porn. Jim, you got a big list. Get going. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff this week. Uh, first one, the Santa Clauses dropped a trailer. This is coming to Disney Plus on November 16th. Scott DeCalvin is about to turn 65 and realizing he can't be Santa forever sets out to find a suitable replacement Santa while preparing his family for a new adventure in in life south of the pole. That was a really tough sentence to say. Uh, This looks like a rehash of 
I believe it's the second Santa Claus movie where he's losing his powers anyways and chooses uh, like Jack Frost or something to be Santa and it all goes to be wrong. Honest, I didn't even know there was like a second Santa Claus. Is this with um, Tim Allen? There's like fucking four of them. Yeah, Tim okay. Allen's back. Okay. I. Well, Scott, it's back to you saying how they can't come up with anything new. They just keep recycling, you know, rehashing. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. That's all it is. Whatever. There is a series starring Paul Bettany also coming to Disney Plus star or about Vision ah. of WandaVision fame. I'm there for that, seeing as he kind of died, kind of didn't, kind of came back, kind of didn't. You know, yeah. so we'll see yep. what happens there. So the last time we saw him, his fucking basically mental... Like, the, the vision that Wanda had created, it's very yeah. hard to kind of follow. Created with her mind then like uploaded his mind into the vision body that like the government had made so like vision's kind of back maybe <laughs> maybe not i don't know it's very weird <laughs> right uh run time was announced for avatar 2 it's going to be three hours Jesus. and 10 I minutes mean, i'd expect I, nothing less, i think I that's right about where you'd probably think it'd be i don't I, that's not like enough to tell me not to go to the theater um it's long <laughs> right I think it's going to be surprisingly good. Though. Uh, like after, you think? We'll talk about the trailer in a few <laughs> yeah. points here. I hope so. Um, Kristen Milati has been cast in the Penguin series as Sophia Falcone, um, opposite. Was it John Hamm mm. that played uh, Penguin? Uh, oh, from no, the Batman movies. Yeah, from the Batman movie. Not John. Oh, it was, it was Colin Farrell. That's who it was. I get yeah. the two of them mixed up. It's uh, okay. Lupita Nyong'o you, is going to star in A Quiet Place. Quiet? Yeah, exactly. Another Quiet? Prequel. Ooh. In A Quiet Place oh, prequel. Jesus. Okay. Well, yes, they, because we need like eight of these projects. Yeah, it's a successful two-movie universe, Scott. It's the now same it's fucking movie. Out for other, other stories. <laughs> yeah, different All prequel. Right, whatever. Though. I'll watch it. <laughs> Quote from certified good guy Justin Long, uh, Vince Vaughn has been telling me that he has this great idea for a dodgeball sequel. I hope that it ends up happening, but Ben Stiller is a little trepidatious about doing a sequel to something so why would Why would Jay Long put this out in the world that, like, it's Ben Stiller's fault? This seems weird. I don't know. Like, Sometimes if you blame people like that, they'll fold and do it if there's enough, like, positive well, response. Also, like, what has Ben Stiller done lately that's been... Like, I feel oh, like geez. him trying to rake a track for fucking dodge another dodgeball movie would be probably pretty smart business decision on his Zoolander because has he done anything Zoolander. lately that's what I mean Zoolander he 2 did have that a couple oh years ago I guess God. but I don't know you fell off good. Ben <laughs> I I would I would absolutely be in for a dodgeball sequel but the original he was in the movie Scott hated Hubie oh Halloween. my gosh I forgot to tell yeah I could have brought so much context into that part where he said that he's gonna make his worst movie ever after that right isn't that that, and that was, was the, the one made, right? and guys <laughs> like he clearly in it was trying to be over the top like this was amazing it if you know that context and watch that movie you're just like he did what he was gonna say <laughs> he did what he said he was gonna yeah. do you know so yeah that movie sucked next thing we have avatar the way of water has dropped a trailer um movie looks fucking sick like there there's a reason jim cameron got all the props he did for the first avatar and this one looks what'd you expect um i didn't expect it to be this fancy i Mm. guess you know i mean it it looks like an interesting 
continuation of the story, whereas the first one was kind of a retread of various other if stories. If I had... Um, so it could be cool, I think. If I had 13 years to do something, you bet your ass it better be fucking good. Like, I'm just saying, Jim, Cameron, not you, Jim. Other. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, getting a lot no, of heat I'm just, over here. I, I'm just saying, like, I, I expected the visuals to be stunning. You know, I, I think it's going to be an experience in the theater. Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. have to. Yeah. No way about it. But here's the IMDb synopsis. Jake Sully lives with his newfound family formed on the planet of Pandora. Once a family, th- a familiar threat returns to finish what was previously started, Jake must work with Neytiri and the army of the Navi race to protect their hmm. planet. A threat. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. So it seems like he's reaching out to other like groups of these people to try to rally everyone together. So we'll see. Looks great. Right. Cool. Um, looks fantastic. Like, it looks Great. We'll see how it actually is. And Natiri is pregnant at some point, so there definitely was like some ponytail shenanigans going on. Yeah, I wonder how that works for like a av- like a quote unquote you know body avatar. <laughs> Seeing as they also <laughs> like uh, use that to connect to the horses and whatnot. Right. I mean that. Jim Cameron. What got you just described, <laughs> without a doubt, has been parodied on some porn account already. Like, I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Or at least yeah, you will be. Will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. We're a sick God. country. Whatever. Get yeah. over it. Next trailer: Pitch Perfect Bumper in Berlin trailer. So Adam Devine is starring in a spin-off series that'll be on Peacock on November twenty-third. Bumper moves to Germany to revive his music career after one of his songs becomes big in Berlin. Yeah, nice. I mean, sure. Does not look good. <laughs> I know because we already have what? Like, there's like four movies. Now, yeah, so. I, I it'll I like Adam Devine, uh, but he's a very specific taste though, and I think an entire series of that, that is taste is um, uncalled. Like for. when I was in high school, every. Uh, freshman and sophomore girl thought he was the funniest thing in the world. That's his taste. Um, so the current freshman and sophomore girls probably don't think he's as funny. I don't know. People grow up faster now. Like, yeah. Right. And there's a generational difference between when we yeah. were there and uh, where yeah. the kids are now. Very much so. Next thing we have very creepy. Oh, skipped a line. Aubrey Plaza is going to star in Agatha, Coven of Darkness with Catherine Hahn, which is also spinning out of WandaVision. Oh, all right. Uh, I think I might be in on that. I like that. Those two. Aubrey Plaza is like a witch yeah. in the MCU. Yeah, I she belongs. Be those, those two together could be fun. Yeah. I like that. And they're both, like, funny. Right, right. Uh, but creepy trailer, The Eternal Daughter. Mm-hmm. This is from A24, coming out on December 2. Uh, in... In this ghost story from acclaimed filmmaker Joanna Hogg, a middle-aged daughter and her elderly mother must confront long-buried secrets when they return to their former family home, a once grand manor that has become a nearly vacant hotel brimming with mystery. Gwendolyn Christie plays both the daughter referenced, I believe, in The Eternal Daughter, and the mother, so that's kind of an interesting... uh, playing against yourself thing. I'm wondering if it's going to work or if well, it's going to be weird. Well, 24 is just pumping them out these days. It's fucking crazy. Um, you yeah, know they've it... moved into kind of a quantity over quality That's space, right. unfortunately, it seems. Everybody gets there. You know you're going to get weird, yeah. at least. So, weird's always at least mm-hmm. interesting until you yeah. see it. So, <laughs> Next trailer. 
Spirited with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. This is coming November 11th to Apple TV+. Plus. A musical version of Charles Dickens' story of a miserly misanthrope who has taken on a magical journey. So this is Christmas Carol with uh, ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. The m- I'm not sure about yeah, this. Yeah, it'll probably not be great. But the marketing for this has been fun. Yeah. Actually. Because like, it's a lot of like Ryan Reynolds talking about how, you know how hard... Or how scary it is to be in a Christmas movie with Will Ferrell and it to not be Elf. <laughs> you know, it's Perfect. like, he's just like, yeah, it's it's been fun on, like, social media and stuff. But, yeah, it's, it probably won't be that very good. Yeah, I'm not expecting very much. Uh, however, the more Apple TV originals they put out, the more movies like Coda will hopefully get. And Coda sure. was a, an all-star last awards season. Right. Next item we have here, Criminal Minds Evolution trailer. So this is the sequel series to Criminal Minds coming to Paramount Plus on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, FBI's elite team of criminal profilers faces their greatest threat, an unsub who used the pandemic to build a network ah, of Jesus Christ. As the world opens back up, the network goes operational and, te- and the team must hunt down one murderer at a time. Wow. I do not like pandemic based. It's been two content. years. It's going to start coming out like crazy. Well, now, yeah, because now it's when it's all oh, going to come out. Jesus. Now we will get every sort of pandemic thing you can think of. The trailer was very much so like all the taglines you always hear. It's our biggest case yet. We got to catch him. You know, it right. was not a good trailer. So the pandemic created serial killers is the concept? The concept is that serial killers could not kill during the pandemic because they weren't oh, seeing people <laughs> kind of um, like it <laughs> so now they've created this network and now they're all like secret operatives i like, wanted to bash it but now i think i kind of like it that's fun <laughs> yeah that's there you go fun. they're just creating us like a black market for serial killers where they can communicate hey, and what did uh what did Ron DeSantos say in his acceptance speech? Uh, when the world went crazy, people went to Florida. So you, they could have just went to Florida and killed people if they wanted to. Uh, yeah, there you geez. go. <laughs> Next item is Grogu short film is going to be coming to Disney Plus on November 12th. Fucking love that guy. Yeah, he's I'll watch. cute. But yeah, it'll just be him eating like frogs like the whole time. I think you should... Does he merit his own whole Dude, short film? Are you film, kidding or is it me? Just be a teaser All they'd have to do is be like Grogu decorates for Christmas, and people would watch that. Well, shit. that's what I mean. <laughs> I guarantee you, I'm like gonna don't even know anything about the movie, but the plot's gonna be like Mando touches down on a planet. They have to like do something, and Grogu will wander off for like 45 minutes, and yeah. that'll be the movie, and he'll come back. Like, so it's basically a teaser for Mandalorian kind of. season three. May I? Probably. Who knows? Next item, HBO cancels Westworld. It's a surprise, no? I mean, they kind lost of. about 50% of their viewership with season three, which Oof. I haven't even watched yet, so it's really not that surprising with how bad... Angie and I crapped out on season four, too. Yeah. Um, apparently, there was only supposed to be one more season anyway, so now they're just not going to get to finish their story. God, it sucks, too. Which, that's the unfortunate thing. Season one was so amazing, and season two was, like, good, but then it just got... Yeah, season three was insane, and then I did, yeah, like I said, I haven't even seen the newest season. So, Angie and I actively dislike season three. Yeah, it wasn't. Speaking that great. of season three's Mandalorian season three teaser, this is coming in twenty twenty three. Mando is kind of getting booted out of the Mandalorians. They've deemed that Grogu is his adopted child. 
And they. What do you guys have thoughts? He did take a tell. I'll watch. They said or something. That was a big deal. Yeah, and that's why they're booting. I love Mandalorian, so sign me up. Uh, Do you think we're done with him? Like trying to be a Jedi now? Is that just Grogu? That was Um, kind of the decision he seemed to make at the end of season two. That way. So it's just back to just going on little missions to each planet. Yes, being cute. (laughs) I feel obligated to watch this, even though that's what I absolutely hated about mm. season one. This will right. do great for Jim, then. <laughs> I, I binged it, there so now go. I'm caught up. Yeah, Good job. gotta do it. There you go. You'll be ready. Next thing, Troll trailer. This is coming December 1st to Netflix. It is a Swedish yeah. looks, movie, I believe. Looks fucking good. Um... Deep in the Dovre Mountain, something gigantic wakes up after a thousand years in captivity. The creature destroys everything in its path and quickly approaches so, Oslo. Confession: I was watching the trailers on the way home while driving. Uh, not smart. And this one was subtitled, so I could not, I couldn't read it. <laughs> you know, like I. Mean? So I saw the the carnage that this troll is causing, and I, it's interesting enough. But I'll I'll rewatch the trailer with the uh, subtitles at some point here. It seems like a King Kong knockoff, and they even make reference to that at one point in English. Hmm. Yeah, it looks um, it looks interesting. Yeah, I kind of I unique. like foreign films, foreign language films, because like, you know, it it's just at least whether or not the idea is a little bit you know recycled. At least the fact that I'm watching a foreign language film makes me think it's a little different. Yeah. So I might be a little more Fuck interested it. in it. So yeah. this is coming December first and is a Netflix okay. original. Love that. Next item, Disney trailer for a movie called Strange World. This is going to be going to theaters November 23. The legendary Clades are a family of explorers whose differences threaten to tro- to topple their latest and most crucial mission. Yeah, it's a, it's a Disney movie. This felt like a huge knockoff of Onward, I, you know, hunting for a missing father. Yeah, they're running out of ideas and, yeah. and uh, problems to fix, so... Um. Yeah, I, I don't think it looks terribly good. Like, it, it's gorgeous to look at, but I don't think the story seems terribly interesting. Right. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it, though. Oh, that's the voice. But I much would prefer to see him in a real Agree. role than an animated voice, because he's such a great on-screen Agree. presence. So. Netflix is working on a Gears of War live-action movie and an animated series. Sick. Batista has already voiced his desire to be in the. And Jim has voiced his displeasure with that. (laughs) Well, don't like Batista. You don't have to like Batista, but if you know the characters, yeah, yeah, he looks definitely like the Gears of War's guys. So you will see. And I mean, I don't have high expectations for the movie. I guess you know. I mean, it's a video game interpretation. Um, notoriously. Not the best. Right. Um, so it could be okay, I guess, you know. So Batista feels to seems to fit that mold. Like that. We'll see. Daniel Kaluuya is going to voice Spider Punk in Across the Spider Verse. This Spider-verse. is going to be fun. I'm very excited for this movie. Love that. Just keep adding yes. people. It's, this movie's yes. going to be kick ass. I need to re- cast is going to be <laughs> fucking yeah. stacked. I need to rewatch the last Great one. Great fucking movie. Too. The last. Yeah. It's very so excited good. for this one. Like, I. I've been telling myself I'm having a hard time getting excited for movies that are coming out, and then you just reminded me of that and Avatar, so I'm kind of hyping myself up right now. So the hype horn is working. There's more. It's working. Yeah. 
The Anna de Armas John Wick spinoff has started filming. Yeah. Cool. In. That's a 100% in. One, Anna de Armas. Two, saw, John Wick Universe. Saw a poster okay. of her. Cool. <laughs> Supposedly, John Just Wick Just standing there or something? What was the poster for? It was an interesting angle. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. gorgeous, dude. There's an Indiana Jones series in early development for Disney+. Plus. Great. Can't help themselves. With the movie's Harrison not even Ford? Yet. No. God, doubt it. No, no didn't say. No, not yeah. a chance. Um, he's done. He said he's not coming back for it. Money but is I money. Mean, his quote also was, I will not fall down for you guys anymore, and then proceeded to get himself into the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> they have more money to fall down to. That's, that's what that is. Yeah. Right. Last trailer, John Wick Chapter 4 trailer. This dropped today. John Wick takes on his most lethal adversaries yet in the upcoming fourth installment of the series. With the price on his head ever increasing, Wick takes his fight against the high table global as he seeks out the most powerful players in the underworld, from New York to Paris to Osaka to Berlin. Lionsgate presents a Thunder Roads film. Did we ever talk about who was the person in the news who was making fun of Keanu Reeves? Who was that? Um, Yeah, dude, what the fuck, man? What? Just take us a fucking shot at him what in a book, ap- no less, for no real reason. And then reason, he's already, like, corrected it and said, actually, he's a good guy. It's like, we know, we know. <laughs> like, everybody loves Keanu. Isn't, like, Keanu Reeves, like, notoriously known for being a Like, a very guy? personable person. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. I'm not sure that's the problem. He he was trying to say, like, Keanu Reeves is not, like, a real, like, film star well, or something. Well, I mean. Because no, well. someone else had died, and Matthew Perry was like, oh, I can't believe so-and-so died, and Keanu Reeves continues to live. It was Who really kind f- of asinine. What Jesus. the fuck has Matthew Perry done? <laughs> Friends? Like, yeah, you think you're a real actor because you played in a sitcom, buddy? And, I mean, he was stoned for, like, well, 90% yeah, I mean, of he was it. addicted to some stuff, but, I mean, Keanu knows what he is and just plays it. That's respectable. Like, yeah, he's a great action yeah. star. I have a hot take on John Wick 4 and the continued future of that franchise. The first one, amazing. Second one, pretty good. Third one, meh. And I think it's just going to continue mm. that, you know? <laughs> you may be wrong. Keanu Reeves is getting old. He doesn't move like he does in the first one anymore, you know? And at some point, the story just needs to be done because... He keeps just taking on a higher version of the, like, group that he's a part of or whatever. And it's not actually that original anymore because he's still just trying to get out. But keeps getting roped we gotta, back in somehow. They, uh, they added our boy Bill Skarsgård. We gotta, we gotta put John Wick on the schedule because I haven't seen any of these movies. What? Yeah, no, see, that's the reaction I think I knew that was going to come. And so we just need to put it on so I, I make myself watch it. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Maybe we'll do our little fucking trilogy. Yeah. How have you never seen fucking John? I don't Wick? know. Like, I just don't. Like, the only time I have to watch a movie is the one, you know, that we usually watch. I don't. I, we got <laughs> right. shit going on, so it's like. The first one is. Uh, so yeah. Good. Willem Dafoe. We'll have in to it. put it's that on awesome. the sketch. Not yeah, this we week, will. but and like I said, two is pretty good, and three is not this week, but next week we're watching John Wick. So like, not the coming, but the one after, we'll do John Wick. So. Yep, two there out. All right, I'm there for it. Um, and that is the end of a very long. All right, <laughs> and we are going to. How do you want to? Yeah, how do you want to do this, Scott? You got the need for speed. Yeah, I do actually, because I think that there's not that much plot you really need to talk about in this. And you can get lost in the plot details and be a scumbag and say it's not that good because he like has an off-screen romance. 
I'm not calling out anybody in this uh, particular podcast. I didn't. Okay, Jim, you're not a scumbag. I'm sorry. That was mean. Um, it's a low but, low. Uh, let's just talk about the fun parts, and then Jim, I'll let you get your gripes in because guys, this is a ten for me. I'm just gonna get it out of the way. A front, a frontal score, ten for Scott. I was in the camp of had low expectations of this movie. Wait, sorry, Jim, do you want to do the IMDb before I just make you want to leave the podcast forever? Okay. I do. After 30 years, Maverick is still pushing the envelope as a top naval aviator, but must confront ghosts of his past. That's fucking stupid. Mm. When he leads Top Gun's elite graduates on a mission that demands the ultimate sacrifice from those chosen to fly it. Yeah, starring Tom Cruise and um, Miles Teller, um, Val Kilmer. And not Kelly McGillis. Oh, that's not her. No, it's not. That's, that's why it's fucking Jennifer dumb. Conley, and she looks fantastic. Yeah, I mean, in the movie. And that's why they didn't bring Kelly McGillis back because she looks like an old lady now. She's fucking sixty-five, and that <laughs> well, is why everybody. they didn't bring her back. And it's fucking. Well, not everybody asinine. can age like Tom Cruise. That's that's, that's tough. True. I mean, the guy looks. Like, how old is Tom Cruise? He's probably shut the front door. He is not. Let me pull the numbers. He's old enough to he's be like you shouldn't be able to do 62 that. so 48 62. plus 22 he's 6 38 plus 22 yeah. he's 60 Excuse for 60 me. years old that 60. body is ridiculous yeah you get Jeez. in the in the, the the double offense football i will skin. say though the hair dye <laughs> is aggressive at this point tom it's getting dark i mean it's not that dark yeah. and we all know it so just let it go go gray you'll look hot whatever um I want to start with the beginning of this movie because did I think they were going to play? Because it's the same beginning. I didn't think they were going to do that, and that was fucking kick ass. Like, that was awesome. You're just sitting in the theater, and fucking Danger Zone pumps in as soon as the wheels hit the ground, and you're like, fuck, yes, let's go. But then pair that with the opening scene is him essentially trying to break the sound barrier. Yeah. Fucking sign me up. And... Mach and he 10. gets to so like this whole thing is like he's in this new program where he want they they want to reach Mach nine but then they say it's eventually going to get to Mach ten and Mach 9's trial was supposed to be today and Mach ten in a month but they say nope we're scrapping the whole thing he's like well I got to get to Mach ten today and just that this scene is so cool what is it an F uh, F thirty five is it supposed to be I don't even know it's not a real plane well. But it's modeled off okay. of a real plane. That scene where he takes off and like the commander played by Ed um, Helm, no, Ed Harris, Ed, yeah, yep. Ed Harris, yeah. When he flies through the gate and it, sh- yeah, breaks the shed. That, that is happened, actually real. which is awesome. Uh, and yeah, let's get is. this out of the way. Just like in the original Top Gun, yes, they brought them all up in planes. Like this is fucking cool, obviously. Um, and did it help with the Air Force's uh, enrollment this time? Probably not as much as it did in the, was it the 80s? 80s. Um, yeah. Seeing as it's the Navy right, as well. Right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just fucking love the opening. Like, he's just, just flying around, and he gets to Mach 10, and he just has to go a little bit further. Typical Maverick, you know, just doesn't know his limits. That guy. Um, There's a theory about this movie that he dies in that scene where he has to eject and then basically it's just like 
because obviously, you know, pre-spoiler, if we get any farther, like, everything seems to just work out for him in this movie, like, according to plan. So it's like, you know, is he actually Holy just dead shit. in the beginning? Because you can't survive No, that. you're dead. <laughs> How fast yeah. was he actually going? What is that? You self-eject at, like, Mach 10. Is that, like, 1,000 like like, miles an hour? I feel like if you just did that, your body would just, like, rip in half as yeah, soon as you, like, on. Let's, flew up let's, in, let's, into the atmosphere. Well, and he was, like, getting, like, the heat sheen on the plane, so, like, right. he wouldn't even break up. He would just fucking burn. Oh, exactly. Uh, so it's, Mach, like, a fun... Mach 10 is 7,672. 7, <laughs> it's ten times the speed of sound. <laughs> he was going almost 8,000 miles an hour, ejected, and was fine. Not even a scratch. Exactly. You eject, you're you're right. blown to smithereens. There's no way I don't think you can survive. Wow. In addition to he obviously ruined that plane, which probably would have been a pretty penny. Yeah, almost you know millions Jesus. of dollars, I would say. Oh, 2.3 miles per second. <laughs> oh, my <Yeah>. God. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, he would have died probably in this situation. Um but anyway, instead he just has to go back to Top Gun and teach all these recruits how to uh, basically blow up this naval base. Uh, we get yeah. we get Rooster involved, who is Miles Teller, who is uh, Goose's son, because of course why not? Uh, Miles Teller, dude, I don't know what your diet was for this, but holy shit, did you get shredded? I mean, whoa! He became the most popular man in the country i think for a little bit the must here. the mustache yeah people don't care about bumper anymore they care about yeah. miles teller who's bumper right. from the thing before the sophomore oh, girls in high school right, do right, not right, care right, about right, yeah yeah Adam um, uh, he the stash working for him in this oh yeah it's working um and it's awesome he does look just goose. like you would think goose's son would look yeah like too. it's uh, pretty good great casting. all right i mean like like I said, we could talk about this for days. The visuals, fucking phenomenal. Like unbelievable fighter scenes where, um, they. I mean, and that's again because it's, it's basically real, real. For yes, the most part um, of this movie. and just some of the plane maneuvering. Obviously, not all of that is real, but it looked so real. Um, like the scene right away when when Maverick is just essentially like playing tag with them is so cool. Like. And they're just like, where is this guy? He's everywhere. And then they'll, like, be flipping over their planes and shit. And it's just really, it's really visually stunning. Um, and, you know, Tom Cruise, phenomenal. Phenomenal in this. Absolutely phenomenal. Jim, what didn't you like about it? So there's this whole, uh, they replaced the love interest with, uh, what's her name? Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly. Uh, who is just younger, prettier than apparently Kelly McGinnis is now, McGillis is now, you know, which is just kind of asinine about how they couldn't include her just because she's not stereotypically attractive. Um, and th they supposedly had a relationship in between the last movie and this one, and there is so much heavy implication on that relationship that really just doesn't matter, you know? Her daughter apparently knows Maverick, um, but 
I, th- I, don't, I don't know. They, they put all of this pressure on that relationship, and it feels so inorganic because it's never shown to us. Right. She's supposed to be, like, in the first Top Gun, he talks about some, like, uh, like officer or, like, sergeant's, like, daughter. And I think that's, and that's supposed who to be she's her? supposed to be. Yeah, who he had, like, a one-night thing with or a quick fling. So they know each other, obviously, but I think that was, like, the reference it was supposed mm-hmm. to be. But, yes... It did kind of feel a little cheap that they didn't have, you know, the girl that made, you know, the, mo- the most of the most first movie, like, so important. Like, obviously, she was, you know, his entire driving force for about 90% of that. But, yeah, and then to not even mention her is felt a little weird, I feel like. Yeah, especially because coming back, if she would have stuck around, you know, they would have run into each other, right? Yeah. Right. Um and she seems the type to have stuck with that program because she was so committed to it in the first movie as well. Um, apparently, he broke her heart by... I, I guess, let's take a step back. You're saying that he made a comment about a one-night stand with a sergeant's daughter somewhere in the original movie. Right. However, also, the daughter mentions, like, or she mentions, uh, Penny, her name is, um, that he pissed off some admiral and got shipped off to the desert, and that's the, the instance where her heart was broken, I guess. Yeah. Which, again, this is all just fucking dialogue mm-hmm. dumped at you. Um, and so, is it actually related to the one-night stand, or did he go back to her after that, I guess? Yeah, I'm they not might sure, have had because, little, again, it's never explained. Right, their relationship may have been a little more than what I said, but, again, I think that was just where she was supposed to have come from is like the one quick you know line that he says in the first movie and i think that's just who she's supposed to be so it is a little obviously obscure um you're not real certain on who she is until they kind of dig into it but like you said they just like dump dialogue on you kind of to cover it up but i think one thing as well that the movie struggles with is uh there's not much of a clear villain until you're two-thirds, three-quarters of the way through. I was gonna ask and then, you guys. then it's John Hamm. Yeah. You know. And I was gonna ask you guys for, the, like, the base that they're blowing up, wherever it is, off hmm. some coast. Like, they never no. name, like, a specific... Do you think that's fine? That's all politics. Yeah. yeah. And I hate it. You know, Call of Duty does the same shit. You know, they make up a name for whatever Middle Eastern country because they're all interchangeable. You don't, to you don't like that people. in this this day and age is climate? I mean, I'm fine with that. I'd rather that than them just be like, we're blowing up Russia. You, you know? Right. I, almost think- I guess I'd rather have them make something up in their universe, but the fact that they don't mention it at all is I think more it's just trying to, to be safer and smarter, right? They're just like, we have, like, an enemy we're just going to say is here, and then really all you need to worry about is how cool the fucking jets look. Yeah, and actually they didn't really even give, like, I'm saying Russia, and that's just my own, like, bias in in a way, because they didn't give you anything of, like, what this country was. Even the fighter pilots, when they flew up, it was all, they were wearing black visors, so you had no idea who they were. Um, So I, I don't know why I assume Russia. That's just interesting, I guess. That's because you like 80s movies, and in the 80s... It was yeah, because I watched the first the Top Gun. You know, like, that's just the assumption, uh, but... I was I, I, I Honestly, I don't give a fuck about who it was. I watched the planes <laughs> in this, and I fucking loved it. <laughs> like, that... This... This movie was so perfectly, dumbly, uh, a summer blockbuster that I loved it. Like, I didn't 
dig into like the summer interest that he had or whatever like i didn't dig into the background i was just like yeah they just love each other you just deal with it you know um the thing that i did like was it appears that he's finally going to commit to her which is nice but also it's like man they've come back this many times like that part's a little but it's like character advancement from a place where you never actually got to see his character start yeah you know, and that's why I have. A yeah, it does with it. make a lot of assumptions that you just kind of know a lot from the previous movie, and it's been it's been so long since that. Like, bringing in Iceman was pretty wild. Like, you're bringing in Val. That was my that was one of my favorite parts. Yeah, I mean, like him going to Val Kilmer and Val Kilmer saying, "Can you admit I was a better pilot than you?" Fucking loved that shit. That was awesome. Um, yeah. And obviously, Val. Kilmer, not his actual voice. Apparently, it's all AI. So has like throat cancer or something so he really can't like speak so it was just cool to actually have him in the movie that's a nice ode for sure yeah yeah Yeah. because like you you felt his character through words which is amazing like just the text you 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 felt his presence which is sweet um but i don't know guys can we get to scores from here do we need to mention anything else well i'd like to talk about at least like the the one we can get the scores. My score is going to be very yeah. But I would like to air some grievance with, like, even in the IMDb, Jim Red is, like, the ultimate sacrifice. Like, no one really Nobody dies. Nobody dies. Which I kind of didn't really care for. And, like, um, you couldn't have even had, Yeah, like, like, they talked up the risk the whole fucking movie and then answer, nothing an- happened. Answer me yeah. this, though. How good was it at making you feel like people were going to die? Because... Well, of course. Like, did you really think he was dead? Though, no. Never? I mean, obviously, he was never going to die off screen. But there was the moment when the two, like, Bob, the guy Bob and, and uh, his girl right. counterpart there, I thought for sure they Phoenix. were dead. Like, I when they were going to eject, I thought they were going to play off the same goose shit and have them both die and, like, be like, this drill is serious. But they didn't kill right. them off, which is interesting. I wonder if it would have been better if they did. I don't know. Um, but... Yeah, kind of surprising last, that nobody died. Last couple complaints. Uh, they do have female pilots now, which is good. However, they're given absolutely nothing to do. Yeah, it's not great. Um, not great. It's it's window dressing. It's not actually representation. Mm-hmm. Um, and Maverick and Rooster fucking walking into the enemy base <laughs> and stealing a plane. I kind of thought it was really funny though when he's just like, maybe we should start it's running. It's funny, but it's so <laughs> stupid. I mean, the, towards the end, the humor gets a little out of control. Their their banter is. It great, is. Though. It is. It just it just like, wasn't established the entire movie, and then suddenly it's there. Well, no, because I mean, for certain reasons, obviously they were kind of on edge with each other because Maverick had sort of blocked his papers because he didn't want to see die. him, you know, basically yeah. die, like his dad. Which, again, know. they drop this just in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's because Rooster's mom <clears throat> made him promise. Right. Which and, is the most interesting part of it. Yeah. And then he never tells Rooster. And he says, like, hey, we're going to talk when we get back from the mission before Maverick gets shot down. Then they don't actually talk when they get you back. You know, that would have right. been a great flashback. if they. But he didn't want to ruin the image of his mother to right. him, you know? 
Right, but they could have at least discussed away, think, something so. that would have shown character growth for both of them. Sure. Like, him taking responsibility for it, even though his mom made him right. promise, you know? Right. That could have been a really Jim, interesting character moment that just totally Don't you know this movie just wanted you to be like, ooh, planes, like me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... I can't I do it, man. We can, like, you know, roll into it here a little bit. This movie got delayed, you know, famously a for, long like, time. two years. Yeah. Tom Cruise was not going to let it go out. It had to be in smart. Theaters. The movie was because he gets his paycheck from theaters. Way better. It than needed it to be in be. theaters, though. I'm with him on that. I get it. I get yeah. it. So, I mean, I will willingly. I mean, you could argue that some of the obviously like Avenger movies. I I will go out on a limb and say this was the best summer blockbuster in the last five years. I think that's an easy call. Absolutely. I yeah, think, especially with two of them being yes. COVID years. Yes. Right. Like, so for it to do what it did, I think is very impressive. Um, I guess I'll kind of just segue this. I, I was very, 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 very close to being with Damn. Scott. Like, if, I, if, if we were fractional, I'd be at, like, a 9. Okay. But I have to give it a 9 just for certain things. But obviously, it's the best. It was so fun to watch. I remember being seeing it in the theaters for the first time. I'm like, this... This is like what going mm-hmm. to the movies literally mm-hmm. is. I fucking love this shit. Loud, noisy, visually stunning, and just fucking and awesome. Yeah. So I don't have any more complaints other than what I've kind of just said about it. I just like to gush over it now a little bit. I I really and that's it. it's awesome. for me. That's why it was a ten. And Jim will finish with you. I'm very nervous. Um, but I it was a ten because I'm like like you just said Anthony it's what going to the movies is all about like this is for real. this is like what movies were created for on steroids like with really good technology <laughs> like this is it it's it's like what Tom Cruise probably wanted Top Gun to be in the 80s but it got to be now and and that's why I just loved it so much like it was so much fun in the theaters and it felt really good to be like in a movie that had that huge blockbuster feel and wasn't some fucking superhero movie again. Um, so, yeah, it's a 10 for me because just I really loved that theater experience. Watching it again, I felt the same exact way. And 10 out of 10, Jim, round us off. Okay. All right. I mean, you act like I'm. I was nervous. Not that I was bad. nervous. I, was I thought you were gonna like come in general. at like a five. There can be things wrong with a movie and it still get a decent yeah. score. Um, I just think that there were multiple missed opportunities for them to have some nuance to it, and that's what would have made it truly, yeah. you know, that ten for me. Sure. You know, or actually develop the characters yeah, some. I feel that. Um, do, but like when the wheels hit the ground and fucking Highway to the Danger Zone came on, I mean, you were fuck, fucking fired up, right? Like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you have a pulse, I, I just I don't like that that first like thirty minutes where he's like denying orders and like buzzing over the admiral and whatnot. You know, that's basically a carbon copy of what he did in the first movie that got him in trouble. You know, and that is where I have he a real certainly problem. Didn't that learn his it retreads so much of the that's same fair. shit. He certainly did not learn his lesson. So <laughs> he's mad. Yeah, and so there's no character advancement for him in thirty fucking years. I mean, that's about. Got jet fuel. It's about man. Do you ever hear apparently. the Tom? Do you ever hear the Tom Cruise like Miles Teller story? Like Miles Teller got sick on set because he like they couldn't figure out he like literally had like traces of like jet fuel in his Stop blood it. or something. I'm not kidding. And he like told Tom Cruise this, and Miles Teller said Tom Cruise just like looked at him and said like, "I like bleed jet fuel or something." <laughs> Come on. 
I'm not kidding. I love you, Tom. It's a real story. As weird, <laughs> He's like insane. As weird as you are, Tom Cruise, let me just do a quick ode to you, okay? Like, the experiences you have created in movies, thank you. We'll have to do War of the Worlds, dude. Dude, look, like, I don't think people get... No, Robbie, not okay, like you're... Okay, uh, that's on the non-serious side, and thank you for that too, Tom. But, like, think of the Mission Impossible movies... Like, think of these fucking oh, yeah. stunts this guy's done. Like, I know he's a fucking psychopath, but, dude, he's done some shit for us, and we thank you, Tom. All right? We thank you from the bottom of our hearts. So, love you. Never yeah. stop. Um, with that being said, let's talk about what we're going to do next week, and we it's quite the change of gears here, folks, because we are watching a Weird Al Yankovic biopic, yes? And Parody it is called... Biopic weird the al yank so yeah i mean we're shifting gears a bit here and then we're going to john wick i mean very uh we're bing bonging it's daniel radcliffe right correct this is gonna it's gonna be very interesting it's gonna be he was parroting parry parodying weird al on twitter and now that it's elon verse out there elon booted him because he was not being himself speaking of twitter we're a little out of control on twitter huh um the verification things I see been fucking with me. Control. We need some ads, people, so that we can pay to be verified. Because otherwise, anyone can just claim gonna, our name. I was just going to bring that up. Like, I'm very close to just paying for it for us. What is it? Five eight, bucks? Eight, is it five eight, bucks a month? Eight dollars a month. It was going to be twenty. Here's the. Wow. Let Originally, me let me say my pro to this. I'm so sick of certain people who have blue check marks. So I'm glad now we're actually questioning if things are factual or not. Like, yes. Hold on, though. That's not what it proves well, at all. Because I could go I out know, there and say, I'm Anthony no. Wiltinger. Pay for a blue I'm check saying, mark. And I Jim, have a I'm saying, I'm saying that you need to read a tweet and you need to compress it in your brain and say, this may not be true. That's what I'm saying I like about it. Because I've read things from blue check marks and been like, it's got to be real. And I think we all need to at least, like make sure it is like that that's news and not just something that somebody thought it's got this added layer of stupidity now there are going to be white check marks which are free to actually denote like this person is who they say they are so it's the same thing as being verified it's just that elon's trying to make eight dollars a month off people who want the blue check mark the whole thing is people are gonna pay it (laughs) of course they will this this app is gonna be he'll add Hashtag He'll add layers to it. It'll have like a dating app feature. I mean, it's all coming. I mean, there's there's, there's something coming with Twitter, and I, I don't know what it is, but he'll keep building on it. So, um, with that being said, well, I don't really have anything else. Oh, one thing I just did want to say. Um, I don't know if anybody voted on Tuesday. You should if you didn't. Uh, pretty cool to hear that under 30 is like 300 times more invested than they've ever been and i i like again not even politically affiliated just saying it's very cool that our age group is voting like i don't know why it took so long but you know people are gonna have to start listening to what we have to say which um i would say it can be good and can be bad like there's we have like different types of gen zers out there but just it's good to have that type of voice, in my opinion. So I wanted to say that, even though our platform is tiny. 
Um, but still cool. Still very cool to hear that nice the youth you. vote is alive. And um, just do research if you're going to vote, too. Like, make sure you know something about a candidate. That's my rule. Like, before I vote, I at least look up, like, oh, what do I know about Tony Evers? What do I know about Tim Michaels? And the answer is really hard because these days every fucking political ad is like, knife, knife. So just find something <laughs> where you're like, and there's too yeah, many. there's too many. That being said, when I got to my Green Bay ballot and was going down it, I'm like, who the fuck are these people? I don't know who these people are. And it's just like they're running unopposed. I want to run next year against a person who's running unopposed because I think if I could just send like a group text on election day, I could be the county clerk. So Scott for county clerk of Brown County in 2024. You heard it here first, folks. There you go. Um, I would. Now you can be held to it. I think our podcast is done if I'm like an elected official, right? Like, does is it over pretty much? I think then we just have an elected official on the show. But I have to be careful. Yeah, you're just a weekly guest. <laughs> I have like, I'd have to be very careful. It's like, what are you going to spend money on? The roads or something else? Like, I can't give that shit away, you know? Um, but, yeah, I, I think someday I'm going to just tell everybody, write my name in and just see what happens. And the, and the reality will set in that nobody will do it, and I don't have any fucking friends. That's that's what it'll come down to. There's still like a soft registration requirement in order. To I don't get that. Candidate. So you can't even just. I don't understand that. In. Then why is it called a write in? You're right. I don't you know, get it either. Well, let's not like, play, explain. Elections. Obviously, a write in candidate would never like. That's win. true. Because of it, you know, if if there was no like pre registration. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll pre register. What do you have to do? <laughs> I'll figure it out. Google Someone it. Figure it out. All right, this episode needs to end. Uh, thank you again for listening. I am putting in a song at the end, and you can take a fucking guess what it's going to be. Uh, but Kenny Loggins <laughs> will be at the end of this episode. So just just enjoy Highway to the Danger Zone into your week. As always, thank uh, Jim, where can the people find us? Uh-huh. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at we've underscore seen underscore that. Like us on Facebook or email us at seen that podcast at gmail.com. That's S C E N E that podcast at gmail. Well, thank you again for listening. This is the week the Packers break their streak. All right, I'm saying it right now 24 17. Packers in Lambeau. Let's get it. We're going to lose by 30. Uh, I'm Scott. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jim. And roll credits.